You tuned in to the Policy Talks podcast by Bharti Institute of Public Policy from the Indian School of Business. We hope to understand the personalities behind policies and demystify the complex policy making labyrinth. Every Tuesday, we speak to seasoned stalwarts and promising young legislative fellows who have made indelible marks in shaping the Indian policy landscape. Hello everyone, and we continue our discussions with the beautiful people from Meghalaya. We have with us our uh, fellows from the Meghalaya Legislative Research Fellowship. We have with us Motika Rimbai, and we have with us Colleen Dingdo. Hi Motika and Colleen, welcome to this conversation at the Indian School of Business. It's good to be here, thank you. Thank you. It has been a complete pleasure for the last uh, more than one and a half year. Uh, we have been connected through the Meghalaya Legislative Research Fellowship as you guys embarked on this very new journey. Motika, you are a researcher. You are pursuing your PhD in economics. Colleen, uh, you were a student of international uh, policy and uh, at the uh, JNU, I think, before you joined yes, uh, yes. the fellowship. So two of you are from the state of Meghalaya. You have grown up in Meghalaya. And now, uh, you know, this is an opportunity where you are working very closely with the legislators. So my uh, first question to you is that how how did you think about uh, joining this fellowship and what was at the uh, back of your mind uh, while you thought about uh, you know this uh, embarking on this journey of supporting legislators with evidence-based policies or you know the entire purpose of the fellowship as you know how did you think about joining this I'll begin by saying that I am doing my PhD in economics and I'm, the work I'm doing is on macroeconomics and health. I clearly understand that it's all in the air. My PhD is too broad to understand what exactly is the problem in Northeast. And when this advertisement of this fellowship came in, I was intrigued by the fact that this will be entirely grassroots, it will be evidence-based, and from there I could relate that I will see what are the actual problems that happens at the grassroots level, how are the societies functioning, and to voice out what the people want from Meghalaya and to work closely with legislators, it would be a great thing because I will be able to put up the issues, the queries of the locals to the legislator. So. I consider this a very interesting program, so that's why I joined. Nice. Yes, Colleen? So before I even uh, came across the advertisement, I would always have back and forth conversations with my father, who worked in government as well. And we would talk about all the schemes that were available for people, or we would also talk about the gaps that were there, especially in the implementation process, because he was involved with a lot of that. So when I came across the advertisement, and I think it was a day after before deadline, I applied for it. I thought this would be my chance to sort of voice out the concerns that I felt people might have, or the concerns even I had, you know, about the problems at the grassroots level. Right, so right. So that's how I got started. Nice. 
Okay. So as you got selected, you know there was this entire recognition probably that was there. Uh <laughs> you meeting the who's who, mm-hmm. the kind of expectations I'm sure right. uh has been huge. Yes, absolutely. Would you like to just uh, talk about that that time and that part of the journey? Yeah, I can say that it all began the our new year was uh total transformation last, last new year yes yeah. our last year, new year was a transformation <laughs> it was a transition from our very i'll not call my life boring but it was something else it was a transition because we gained recognition while joining the fellowship it's it felt normal but when we gained that recognition we felt responsible towards our own people we felt responsible for the people for the issues and all the challenges faced we felt so responsible towards how are we going to do something for the people of our state so that kind of continued for the whole last year so we're hoping to do better this year nice yes and uh, i think to build on that responsibility it also created a, a shift in the mindset of the people and the legislators as well because when they had first found out when they first found out about the fellowship they called me one of them called me to go to him and try to explain to him what the fellowship was about so there is an interest in the fellowship itself and i think that we can do a lot to help the Definitely. legislative process yes definitely so yes it started with and that was how you know this entire fellowship was probably designed that the fellows have to uh, first be kind of equipped with uh, you know the kind of knowledge research techniques uh, with the kind of you know the research methodology quantitative qualitative analysis learnings all of that So how was your learning through this a uh, one year period from ISB from the experts that uh, you know that were there uh, as a part of your uh, entire training experience so the the trainings that we had were on a plethora of subjects that were beyond my mind to a large extent because of the fact that i think meghalaya had a lot of catching up to do as compared to the rest of india just generally from the northeast we have a lot of catching up to do so i gaining that knowledge from these experts was also also something new for us so this is what we hope to be able to impart through research towards the legislators so they can also you know bring up the grassroots and the people of meghalaya to the center stage along with the rest of the states Let's go ahead and uh, are we talking about uh, you know the support to the legislators so you were able to support the legislators i think uh, with the budget session then the monsoon session uh, the autumn session yes the autumn session um, so how was that support and i i remember in between was also the workshop of legislators in between where you got to very informally interact with them apart from your setup in meghalaya so how has this journey of relationship with uh, legislators been and how was the support so not just the two of you but even if you can talk from the team's perspective all 12 of you working for the legislators there how was that there were 12 of us to, and we had to support 60 legislators yes very random yeah. i must say because the allocation was very random we were allocated to both the people like legislators of the ruling and the opposition so that was stuff yes and um several challenges faced there then we had the mohali training a few of us were able to 
for the legislators a workshop and a few of us were able to attend that i think it was during that training that they were able to see the kind of work that we can do for them you know they it created a rapport with the legislators which we couldn't do before so that you know there was a confidentiality issue as well so i think that helped to bridge that gap a little bit so we cannot deny that all our legislators are not highly educated but they're knowledgeable no doubt all right but through this program i feel like they feel more confident about putting up an issue they feel more confident that we give them that write up they are able to present it in the house and they have been so confident and they acknowledged our work like i'm speaking on behalf of my other fellows my other like i'm speaking on behalf of all the 12 they acknowledged our work and we were so proud to see how confident that legislator was in putting up a certain issue so i think that yes, we should celebrate i think data became the equalizer of sorts you know mm-hmm. because they came from all different sections of society and from all different classes of society and they did not have necessarily have a prior experience in public service mm-hmm. or the education to back that up either so with the help of research through the research that we can do for them that becomes the equalizer for them you know to sort of uh, up the ante with discussions in the house or even outside yeah. of the house so at different forums the yeah. evidence are basically yes. the purpose yes. of the fellowship was evidence in yes. public policy evidence in policy making mm-hmm. and i think we've been able to slightly at least bridge that gap yes. right yes and coming to the other the other objective of this fellowship which was to improve the deliberations as motika was just mentioning that you know the uh, legislators were feeling a little more confident they were able to speak better they also had that evidence behind which yes. they could back on yes uh, was that the experience that the other colleagues also of yours also had Yes, I speak on behalf of all of us actually because okay. we've seen how our legislator, the ones we were allotted to, they have been able to stand up and voice out those issues which they might have not thought of, but we've given them and we've able to talk to them, discuss with them the pros and cons of putting up certain issues. So, yes, it was acknowledged. Right. No, you know Meghalaya Legislative Research Fellowship is a very very unique initiative. The reason being that the you know the fellows are being uh, allocated as you guys have been talking about irrespective of any party lines yes. to all the legislators. And that is something that makes it all the more unique and I think the vision of the government there is very important. You know, where the support is being provided apart from just keeping politics very away It's from true. it thinking about the governance as such thinking about development of the state i think that's something commendable and uh, really appreciate that i think it's also that. sort of defined our relationship as fellows in relation yeah. to one another so we've had to had conversations about how we must be very professional when it comes to these things you know how we approach one another and how we approach them we must also be considered true i think the ethics part of it is also very important here right yes. yeah and uh, okay so coming back to from the legislators to the research site you guys also worked on uh, some issue briefs sectoral policies right and you were in conversation and a very good relationship with the bureaucracy of the state yes. 
How has that worked? It all began when we started, when one of the director, Professor Anjal, has asked us to think of an issue which we could work on. Think of an issue which is relevant for the state, irrespective of it being an issue elsewhere. So we selected these issues and it went on for a very long time where there was department visits. We we had to visit, visit some bureaucrats and we see that, yes, there is a problem. There is an issue, maybe because of the highly layered system. So maybe through our issues, when we put them up, we can come up with solutions which are more feasible and more viable for the state. Nice. So I think um, when we were working on the issue briefs, at least on my part, I was very attuned to the social, cultural, religious um, intricacies within the state because every village have their own yeah. identities, you know, so their own differences in that aspect. And I think that is important when we're talking about research. It cannot just be about data alone. Exactly. Right. So we have to be able to talk about what is not tangible, what is felt. And that's where empathy comes into play, you know, as part of the ethical research bit. So that was what I thought is important. And it should be taken into serious consideration. Because when we miss out on those things, people cannot relate to the schemes. They cannot relate to, you know, exactly. it's hard to relate. And when it's hard to relate, it's hard to implement. So that's what. True. You've actually caught the nerve. Uh, most of the policies are not being implemented properly because they don't reach the people in the way, you know, it it, it doesn't connect with the people in yes. that way. Yes. And I think that's what is required. And Northeast focus, I think, of the recent policies is because of the same reason. You cannot pull up anything and just give it to another place yes. with the kind of diversity that we have in our country. Right. To so, to with, yeah. Yeah, I'll just add to that. Like, uh, we had a conversation yesterday with some people who are from Hyderabad. And of course, who has been to Meghalaya? I said, that I only posed a question. Do you wish to see this developments, Hyderabad developments in Meghalaya? The answer was no. Because in Meghalaya, we differ so much in our demography, in our climate, in our terrain, that People will like to see Meghalaya as it is, but the development socio-economically will differ vastly from the mainland. So yeah. that is something that we have to consider always. I think the pristine nature is something that people will never like to get spoiled. <laughs> and that, yeah. that's the beauty of the place. But yeah, the development is required in many ways. Many and ways. Uh, yeah, I think uh, there is a lot of uh, innovation that's also coming up. The startup parks are coming up. The health sector has gained a lot of fake focus in Meghalaya. So yeah, with the help of all of you, we also look forward to uh, the book on uh, Meghalaya after so, you've worked on uh, yeah, these. So, so we do hope uh, that comes soon. And with the next set of legislators, we do hope that, you know, the fellowship gets a complete revamp and, you know, you're able to support legislators in a much better fashion, exactly as per the needs and expectations of the people yes. of Meghalaya. Huge tasks on your shoulder, guys. <laughs> I hope you are ready for it. <laughs> Looking forward. <laughs> any any closing comments? Um. I think it's been a very eventful year that we've had. I agree. Right? Yes. Really a huge transition from our lives. <laughs> but good. 
for our growth, yes. personal growth, and of course, working for the growth and development of the state. So yeah. <laughs> and I think Meghalaya being not as developed as the rest of the states in India gives it a bit of a head start when it comes to knowing what to go around when it comes to the issues that maybe certain states have had to go through. So maybe we can skip those in the developmental process, learn from them, skip those mistakes and maybe... And also take up to... some of the best practices from yes. other places and yes. use them across. Yes. There are beautiful hill states, countries, even in India and abroad, yes. which have developed like anything and how can you gain from them? I think that's that's what the kind of exposure we want the fellows to get to right. and uh, maybe contribute to your state so yeah we are fortunate to be a part of this entire initiative we do hope and wish Meghalaya and the people of Meghalaya the very best thank thank you thank you you so much thank you so much